Welcome to the Women in Engineering podcast. Today, we have another episode in our dual degree series. To continue the series, we have not one, but two very special guests here to speak with us about pursuing a biomedical engineering dual degree. We have Mia Van Orscott, who's in fourth year chemical engineering, and Fernanda Pereira, who's in third year chemical engineering. Ladies, how are you doing today? Hey, Rocky. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Fernanda? Yes, so good. I'm excited to be on the podcast. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So I'm going to jump right into the questions. Mia, a pro, she's been here before. Um, Why did you choose to pursue this dual degree? That's a great question. And um, I guess I'll start back in what I wanted to do getting out of high school. So um, going out of grade 12, I was really torn between getting into um, the medical stream versus going to the engineering stream. And I didn't really want to decide. So going to the biomedical engineering option really gave me the opportunity to get involved in medicine um, while also still doing a lot of the math and sciences that you'd get in an engineering program. So um, when I went to Western, I initially knew I wanted to do chemical engineering um, once I was accepted to the engineering program. And then finding out I had the opportunity to do the biomedical dual degree was really exciting for me because um, as biomedical engineers, you can still play a large part in patients' healthcare um, and develop innovative technology and solutions to get there. So I really just loved the option to be able to do both and satisfy my passions. Um, Yeah, so for me, it was more, I knew I wanted to do chemical engineering And but since we had the general first year, I remember hearing about the biomedical engineering dual and it sounded really appealing to me because I liked like the real life applications of it. And I liked how you could apply the engineering side of things to solve healthcare related problems. And so I thought maybe I'll just apply. And then in second year is when we do our first intro to biomedical design course. And that's when I really got to know exactly what biomedical engineering is. Um, yeah, so I, I just really liked how the chemical engineering side of things tied in with the healthcare applications. And I, I, I liked that I could apply what I was learning to real life applications. No, yeah, that's honestly, I feel like, especially with the more theoretical engineering, even like software, chemical, where you're not really building like a chemical plant in class and stuff. It's kind of nice to have that biomedical balance where you can kind of see the applications, maybe like build a joint or something. I'm sorry, I'm not in biomedical. So I don't know if you build joints (laughs) for everyone listening. Don't know if that's what happens, but like it's, it's applicable. Yeah, for sure. And it's an area that's, that's so continuously growing. And that was really exciting to me to be able to, to grow with it and be constantly learning. Um, So yeah. No, yeah. Thank you for your insight on this ladies. (laughs) Um, So shifting gears a little bit of the actual program, what does the biomed dual look like in terms of number of years, what courses you take, when you take them, how it works with your current discipline? Um, yeah, so the biomedical dual degree is a five-year program and it's combined with one of four core disciplines. Um, those core disciplines being chemical, electrical, mechatronics, and mechanical. I'm not 100% sure if that's right. That's just off the top of my head. So yeah, it's It's a five-year degree. Um, Myself and Fernanda as well, we're combining our dual degree with chemical. So the first year, just like every other um, engineering student who goes to Western, it's a general first year. Then um, after your first year, you can select your stream, um, which 
then you would select if you want to do the biomedical dual degree. Your second and third year, you would do um, the full core discipline courses with the rest of your peers, except you would do um, in your second year, um, a special biomedical design course with students just doing the biomedical dual degree program. Um, then after that, in your third year, you would do a few more biomedical electives on top of your core discipline courses. And then in your fourth year, it's strictly biomed courses that you'd be doing with your bio, biomedical engineering peers. Um, in your fifth year, you'd be completing a thesis, which is really unique because not a lot of undergraduate programs have the opportunity to do a thesis. And um, that's also combined with your core discipline courses as well in your final year. Wow, yeah, a little bit different than the other duels we've heard, but kind of nice that it stays very integrated throughout all the years. Yeah, for sure. It's really interesting and it's really nice to get that mix um, as you're going from second year to fifth year. No, definitely. Um, and so are there any opportunities specifically with pursuing this dual degree? Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind when I talked about the thesis that you do in your fifth year um, part of the biomedical dual degree program is there is this intensive research experience, which you typically would start um, the summer before your fifth year. And associated with that, there is an opportunity to apply for a grant um, called the NSERC, which is a research grant for the summer. And as part of the biomedical program, you're encouraged to do this intensive research experience and start with your supervisor or professor the summer before. Um, and this is a really unique opportunity because as I said earlier, not a lot of undergraduate programs have the chance to do this thesis. Um, so you can work towards publishing a paper out of it, getting some real life hands-on experience um, and kind of discover what interests you as part as biomedical engineering. Yeah, and there's also um, this kind of new program that they launched this year called the, the Frugal Biomedical Innovation Summer Studentships. Um, and it's the School of Biomedical Engineering that's launched this program with uh, Frugal Biomedical Innovations and Robarts Research Institute and someone else who I can't re really remember. But they're basically 16 week long placements for biomedical students and they're intended to um, place them in like research positions. And they're geared towards supporting technology development, um, establishing partnerships in other indigenous communities and to facilitate deployment and testing of frugal devices and things like that. So they do have a lot of new biomedical uh, summer opportunities for students, but I'm not sure if there's any scholarships tied with those. No, honestly, that's good to, to look out for if someone is pursuing the dual and to know that that's something that they have the option to do. <laughs> um, and so kind of building off of that then, what are the job or career path that the biomedical dual lead to specifically? Yeah, so I don't know if there's one, there's definitely not one specific path. Um, it's definitely a dual that you can pair with a lot of things. There's a lot of research areas that you can go into and a lot of medical device testing and developing areas. Um, you can also apply to optometry school after you do the biomedical engineering dual, which is something that I didn't even know and I found out about this year and might be interested in. Um, but we had this guest speaker come in and talk to our second year class and he had just started his own 
um, medical device company for treating patients with cystic fibrosis. And he was talking to us about how like he started that just out of his, like just with his biomedical engineering degree. So there really are so many different paths you can take. Yeah. Wow. That's like a, a very broad range, but it's good to know that you can do this dual degree and then have so many ways to branch out from. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so when it comes to applying for the biomed dual degree, are there any requirements that students would have to have? Yeah, there's definitely some requirements that you should be aware of. So um, when you do your intent to register after first year, it is recommended to have an 80% average cumulative average in your first year. Um, this usually is a requirement, but I say recommended because this average is a little bit dependent on the demand or how popular the program is. So if you are um, a little bit under the 80% average, I wouldn't want this to deter you from applying and putting that as your first choice for um, your intent to register because it is sometimes a case-by-case -case basis, but it is 100% um, recommended to have um, over that threshold average. And also that being said, just because you have over an 80% average doesn't mean you're guaranteed to get accepted into the biomed dual degree, because once again, it is dependent on the demand. Um, and if it's really popular and a lot of students are obtaining that average, then it might be um, like case by case. By case. Um, furthermore, for requirements, um, you still aren't necessarily guaranteed to be in the program until after your second year. So as I mentioned earlier, um, in your second year of the program, you will do kind of an intro course, which is a biomedical design course. And you are required to obtain over a 70% in that biomed design course, as well as an 80% cumulative average in your second year. So those are the, some of the requirements for the program um, that you should definitely keep in the back of your mind when it comes time for applying. Yeah, wow. So I actually didn't know that. It's kind of similar to um, Ivy from a couple of weeks ago where you have to maintain that average, take that class in second year, but you're not quite in until you're in. Exactly, so keep working hard. <laughs> and how would a student go about applying for this dual degree? I know you mentioned stuff about intent to register. Yeah, so as Mia kind of mentioned, in first year, you when you complete your intent to register, there's the option to do the chemical uh, degree or the mechanical degree or the electrical degree or the mechatronics degree with the biomedical degree and so that's one of the options when you're signing up in your intent to register and then that's the first time that you apply and I remember hearing back over the summer um, if you got in or not and then that's when you take your second year course that Mia mentioned and then once you finish that second year course you have to do the same thing when you're applying at the end of second year um, for your third year. But then after you've done those two applications, you're, you're pretty much in the program and you don't need to keep your 80% average anymore. So it's just filling out that intent to register twice. So aside from intent to register, there's no like written application or anything like that. It's solely just ITR? Yeah, no, there was no written application. It was just intent to register and maintaining um, a 70% in the biomedical course in second year and then an 80% overall cumulative average. Well, that's nice and easy. The Faculty of Engineering giving their students a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely nice. Um, and so switching up a little bit, 
I don't know if this is this, like directly applicable just because I know you guys take a lot of classes concurrently, but how do you stay connected with the ENG community while completing biomed courses and stuff like that? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, to be completely honest, it, it hasn't been difficult at all to stay connected to the engineering community, even in my fourth year where I'm doing um, entirely biomed courses. And that's because, well, in the second, third and fifth year, we'll be doing entirely our core discipline, um, which is extremely involved in the engineering community. But what's a little bit different than um, say for the Ivy dual degree, I know in your third year, you're kind of completely out of the engineering community doing the, the Ivy courses, which is like a separate building. Um, but for biomed, we still do a lot of engineering courses, which are in the engineering buildings. So in that way, it's been a lot easier to stay involved um, and be connected with like engineering council, engineering events. Um, and throughout the whole process, I've never felt disconnected, which is a great feeling. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still in my third year. So all my courses right now are with my chemical engineering class. So I've definitely still felt very connected. And even sometimes when I'm leaving class, I've seen Mia uh, in the Eng building, even though she's in her fourth year in the biomedical dual. So I do think you're able to, to keep pretty connected because it is still an engineering degree. And so many other people are doing other duals. So even within the chemical engineering class this year, there's some people who are thinking about doing a computer science dual. And so they have some classes that vary and, and things like that. Um, but your core classes are still with the main group. That's nice, because I definitely know it's nice to maintain those friendships from like second to fifth year. Yeah, definitely. And what are some tips that you both have to succeed while pursuing a dual degree? I would say that my main tip is time management. Um, if you choose to do this biomed dual degree, you might think that after first year, you will never have to do that kind of course overload and have seven courses a semester. But um, unfortunately, in biomed, we still end up doing seven courses pretty much every semester. Um, so it's great to stay busy. But with that being said, it's definitely really important to have good time, good time management, good scheduling, and being able to just balance your social and academic life. Um, and I think that's a good way to get the most out of the dual degree and just make sure that like you're excelling and succeeding, um, not only just getting through, but having fun while you're doing it too. Yeah, I definitely agree with the time management part um, because we do have seven courses every single semester uh, for the five years pretty much, which is a lot, but definitely doable if you plan your time well. And I have a, I mean, a tip for someone who's considering applying for the dual degree would definitely be to look at the biomedical dual progression forms to see the courses that you take and actually reading the descriptions for those courses. Because especially when you first apply um, in your first year intent to register, it's really hard to get an idea of what the biomedical program or even any engineering degree is. Um, and so just making sure you know uh, what the class entails and that you're interested in it will help you succeed and, and push you to apply for the dual. Yeah, that's actually really good advice because I feel like there's certain first year courses that are kind of similar to the disciplines, but 
I definitely did not take any biomedical type courses in first year. Yeah, and some people mentioned that, th so the second year biomedical course that you take is an intro to biomedical design course. And so some people were saying that it kind of felt similar to their first year 1050 course. Um, and for me, I, I didn't really feel that. There is like, the design aspect of it, but if you didn't like that course, I don't think it should draw you away from doing the, the biomedical design course, just because it's a much smaller course. And it really does give you like such a good sense of what the biomedical dual will be like, um, because it also, it doesn't touch just on the design skills needed, but you get to do a lot of hands-on projects. Like we did um, a project with the Western's nursing department with their simulation mannequins. So we got to go in and do that. And we learned about more relevant content to the biomedical degree, like cardiovascular system and things like that. So um, yeah, definitely it's still a design course, but very much more it's like specific to the program where uh, 1050 wasn't so much specific to any course. Yeah, actually that's really, that sounds really cool. <laughs> Teaming up with nursing. Yeah, it was super cool. It was a very cool project. Um, so to wrap things up, I just want to ask if there's anything else either of you would like to add. I would like to add one thing, um, and it's just, just take it as you will, but it's just a piece of, of advice from my opinion. If you are not 100% sure, but still considering um, joining the biomed dual degree, and if you're on the fence, my advice is do it. If you're thinking about it, but not sure, you should be putting it as your number one with the biomed dual degree. The reason I recommend this is because um, try it out in second year, but after second year, if you decide it's not for you, there is no penalty for removing yourself from the biomedical, biomedical dual degree. And that course, the biomed design course you, you took in second year won't go to waste because that will count as a technical elective for your upper years. So there really is no risk in doing it in your second year than after testing it out, deciding it's not for you. So I definitely recommend doing it if you're not sure and then deciding later, because once again, there is no penalty, is no risk. If you choose later on, that's not for you. Yeah, I agree uh, with Mia. I definitely think if you're debating it, it would be a good idea to just try out the course. Uh, and since it is a small course and it's a, it's a very core, it's a course that is very specific to the biomedical engineering degree, it will give you a good sense of whether you like it or not. And it will help you make up your mind. So it can't, you can't go wrong with taking it. Thank you both. That was actually some awesome advice. Um, I feel like we also get caught up in it's going to affect me in the future. Like I have to decide in first year exactly what I want to do for the next five years, the rest of my life, but we can still try things out. It's, it's just like, go with it, go with the flow. <laughs> but I wanted to thank you both so much for your time today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much, Roxy. It's been a pleasure. And both Fernanda and Mia's socials will be in the description box below. So if anyone has any more questions, feel free to reach out. They're both super nice and have great answers. <laughs> Um, and yeah, to all of our listeners, I hope you have a great rest of your day.